Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, the more things change, the more they get better. We welcome back James Arthur M., the host of the Minority Corner podcast, and it's the last week of Max Fun Drive. Woo! This is uh, supposed to be a check-in. We'll probably devolve into a breakdown. Oh, my God. Not doing great. Um, my five-year-old has realized, like, overnight, it seems, that he can he can get into, like, pretty much every drawer. Uh, we never really, you know, did a lot of, like, the child locks and stuff. I've actually ended up doing them more for, like, the toddler. Um, and so they're kind of newer and, like, on lower things. But for some reason, my five-year-old has just decided that, like, he can get into every drawer and he's going to. And I was not prepared for this. And, like, I don't know what I'm going to prepare for this, like, I mean, do I really need to put child locks on for a five-year-old or I have to go through, like, every fucking thing that I own? And <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's like everything is a choking hazard. Everything is, like, a not safe or things that are breakable or it just sucks. It just sucks. Thanks for the show. You're welcome for the show. Listen, <laughs> first... I want to tell you what a good job you are doing. You seriously are doing a good job. This is a great check-in, actually, because I, while, yes, suddenly realizing that your older child, who you thought wasn't, it wasn't going to be a big deal with, like, for example, drawers and, and that sort of stuff, that changes. It's more about you. Okay. It's more about the change. It's more about realizing that what was a something we, we thought we could rely on and was comfortable suddenly isn't. And that is the thing I have always found to be so hard. And it always takes such a huge space in my mind and emotionally. Like you're like, everything's fine. Everything's going right. And then one of your kids starts to do something you just never thought was ever going to be something that would enter anybody's mind to do. And sometimes they just do it once and that's it. Or it's something that happens for like a week. But our squirrel minds don't let us think like that. Our squirrel minds like have us go, how do I now need to change everything? to make sure my kid is safe, right? Or that they don't hurt themselves doing this new thing. Or, you know, like you said, do I have to go through like every drawer now? Do I have to go through every single thing? I don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. And I'm like you. Hey, I'm like you, by the way. Don't beat yourself up on the the child stuff. We, you know, we didn't have kids that pulled open a lot of stuff. We wound up like keeping one or two things, you know, with a, with a, child, you know, proof thing on it. 
But for the most part, it was just a lot of don't stick that there. <laughs> you know, we moved some stuff around. The stuff that couldn't break uh, went towards the bottom. So I just want to say, I really see you. And I think you're doing a good job. And what I see when I say I see you is all the emotional and mental space these sorts of changes and shifts can take. They absolutely feel like emergencies. And there's very little we can do to to make them not feel like that. So you are not alone and you are wonderful. And I really appreciate you calling in. You know who I also appreciate? I appreciate you. I appreciate all the listeners. This is the last week of the Max Fun Drive. Next week, I'm going to go back to saluting all my essential workers and all the people who have made this last year possible in the world. <laughs> like, and so don't worry, I'm, I'm going to get back to that. But right now, I really want to take the time to thank you. You are the reason we make this show. The Max Fun Drive is the two weeks during the year in which we come to you and say, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. If you have not been able to support the show in the past and can now, we ask you to do so. We are artist owned. This is my podcast. There is no like higher person up who gives me money to make this podcast. <laughs> you, when you donate to the Max Fund Drive and select One Bad Mother as one of the shows that you want to support, you are directly impacting the making of this show. This show would not happen if we did not have your support. So I want to say thank you for making the show happen. Thank you to those who have already supported. If you can support this year, uh, please go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Plus their gifts. We're going to talk about gifts later. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're doing a really good job. Speaking of thanking and the Max Fun Drive, I am so very excited because this week's guest is James Arthur M. of the Minority Corner podcast, another podcast here on Max Fun. So just go ahead and turn your volume down now because we are going to be having a very good time. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Everybody, I am so excited. This week... I am welcoming back one of my favorite people, dare I say, uh, my Max Fun crush, though though forbidden fruit, forbidden fruit. I love this person so much, so let me introduce this person. This person is, surprise, James Arthur M. He is an actor, a comedian, a Marvel correspondent and host, 
writer, director, dancer, and choreographer. He is also the host of Max Fun's Minority Corner, a podcast that takes an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. So many I words, guys. Welcome back, James. Yay, it's me. I'm here. Uh, we're doing, is this One Bad Gunkle Part 2? It, it is. Part it's two? One Bad Gunkle again. Yeah. 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 Well, this is great. I, I do have updates. I'm even more of a gunkle than I was the last time we met. Isn't that wild how much can change? It can change. You were here last, just so people know. <laughs> it was July of just last year. Yeah. Not, not long ago. So tell me. I What's got a change? new nephew. Another nephew has has trim trammed along, and uh, <laughs> I got a I got I got more more birthdays to have to yeah. try to remember. But it's okay yeah. if I forget because I'm just you know that's part of being a bad gunkle. You're just yeah. like whoops. <laughs> what what makes? Let's see. I, I want to revisit, or maybe I didn't even ask this the last time. What do you feel the like birthday and holiday gift responsibilities are? Because for example. I, my sister-in-law, she takes on the role of the money that comes according to your age. So ah, you get the card yeah. and it's got $7 and you seven. And that comes like clockwork. She's doing such a good job. I realize I haven't been doing jack shit as an aunt. <laughs> and my uncle used to send me for like Christmas. It was always whatever the weirdest thing was going to be that you opened. Yeah, that was yeah. it, including a Freddy Krueger mask one year. Just, Whoa. Hey, yeah. you never know. You never Why know. Why would you send that? Well, because <laughs> these probably was already in case the purge comes. Yeah. You put yeah. on the mask. No one's going to mess yeah. with you. No That's one's. That's true. So That's true. Yeah, he was doing it. He had the he had the That's So Raven foresight and he was giving you the gift. Thank you. Um, and then mask. there were socks the next year. So it was a real mix. So that back. way your feet stay warm. <laughs> stay away from the merge. Me, my warm feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Gunkle James. Gunkle James. Yes. Tell me. I with the gift giving, yeah, it's interesting because um, right now I have a three and a one year old uh, nephew. I technically have, but I think we went over this, and this is why I, I am a bad uncle. <laughs> I technically have also like a nineteen year old nephew, but like oh, that's we right. don't really. I wasn't ready then yeah. to be a uncle. <laughs> a bat. Like I really wasn't ready then, and he's kind of like a, a spoiled brat, and he's an adult, so it's just like yeah. you're on your own, kiddo. Like, yeah, sorry. sorry, missed the boat. You're not mm -hmm. really living up. But these ones, it's like okay, redo, reset. Here we go. <laughs> um, my three year old just turned three, and uh, I. I'm in the spoiling mood. Like I oh, am like, yeah. let me buy you all the things. And yes. cause I used to play with Legos as a kid. Oh, yes. So I went to the local mom and pop shop and I got what like, I forget what they're called. They're not quite Legos, but they're like kind of, you, you put the things together. Yeah. And I now realize this is that when they like three and four, there was actually a really big difference. Yeah. And the toys said four <laughs> and up. Oh, yeah. Liz, let me tell you, I got yeah. the gifts and like he cannot build these things. No. The skills are just not there yet. No. Like he's going to need another year to rev up. <laughs> and so it's like he just kind of looks at it and yeah. wants me to put it together, but then doesn't have the patience to like, yeah. I, I have to build this like bicycle. And I was like, oh, we're building the bike. And he just is like, no, I got the person. That's all I need. Yeah, and then, all I want is the person. <laughs> 
and then I built the bike and then it's like, yeah, let's put the person on the bike. He's like, no, I got the bike. What do I need the person for? My yeah. fingers will do it all. So I like to give gifts that I feel like are going to be fun, but educational. Yeah. Like that's me. Yeah. And like when Can they get older, it's going to be books. books. Let me, let me recommend mm. something not to do or to do. Okay. Yeah. Early on in the parenting game, I believe our oldest cat was four. Therefore, any other person we knew who had a child was probably four. And we had these very good friends and it was their daughter's birthday turning four. And I think I was sick or maybe I'd had like dental surgery or something. But I was like, Stefan, go for it. You got you get the gift. Yeah. Go to the party. You're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> he bought Operation. Now, oh. let's all be sure. Operation is a, a horrifying body and you have to like, <laughs> like yeah. and like there's a horrible noise. <laughs> and this child, by the way, oh, uh, my, one of my first interactions with this child, uh, she came over to our house, took one look at our one-eyed cat, Onion, and got very upset because he was broken. So, <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I cannot believe you gave this child operation and the mom was like yeah i, I really want to say thank you for, for this nightmare that has wow. come into the house i know in fact i believe that they have just been passing that gift along oh, to yeah. other people it's, now yeah. it's a holiday fruitcake of its own it's it just, is oh here comes the operation it's also too, it's like one of those ones that I also realized the, the mistake with this one yeah. is that there are little pieces in here. There's little pieces involved yeah, with children. Yeah, gulp. And also, <laughs> ow, I'm stepping on, you know, yeah. these, I'm stepping on these things all the time. So yeah. uh, learning, listen, I'm new to actually giving a yeah. damn about being an uncle. So sure. uh, it's Money, new. James, money. Uh, I just, you know, you're, <laughs> you're know. so, you're so right. It's just like, I want to, I want to make that impact. And like, no, I, mean, I know. Once they're like older, I'm absolutely like a big on like I'm big on gift cards usually. Oh, you know what? Like, and kids like gift cards. It feels like that gives them power. Like yeah. when mine hit about seven, they were like, "All I want is a gift card because then I can go and buy things myself." Yes. Well, yeah, once they so. hit that moment, but I'm also gonna be that gunkle that's like, "Here's a gift card to Barnes and Noble. Like, yeah. go buy yourself a book." But you know what they'll do? They they'll find they'll themselves go to the toy in the section. DVD section. <laughs> God, come on, Barnes and Noble. We try to make kids read. Oh, no. Like, oh, no. okay, well, you're getting a gift subscription to Oprah's book club. So That's right. Good luck, little <laughs> six-year-old. You gotta learn. Kids gotta learn. You gotta learn. All right. Last time you were here, uh, there the world uh, was in disarray was burning, even right? more. Here we are. Can we take a moment? Yeah. Woof. Woof. What a. What a different world seven months ago, right? Or how long? Actually, while there are many things still on the list uh, <laughs> that need some uh, fixing. Attention, yeah. I will say that there have been some pretty epic moments yeah. since, yeah. since yes. then that I will, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Can, yeah. I, I'm sorry, just jump, it just made me think, what is it like to parent in the past year what has that been like actually like, i will i will tell you it yeah. has been very easy in some ways okay. in yeah. the sense that we know exactly where we fall as a right. family when it comes to our mm. values mm. and how we want our kids to walk through the world yeah. and i am very happy that we had already been laying the foundations okay. 
early on, not yeah. only from the perspective of treating people with respect, decency, and uh, listening, yeah. and all the stuff you start off with really early that maybe people don't start off with, but, but you know, like, isn't everybody beautiful? You know, mm-hmm. skin color mm-hmm. does it, you know. I mean, some right. stuff you say and you realize that our kids don't need need some of those words because they're not living in the same world like I was living in in the late 70s in Alabama. Right, sure. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So all these things are still important to say. And when it comes to leadership in the country, it was very easy to say, do you see if they're listening? Do you, you know, like, what would you want to hear if somebody had hurt your feelings? Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So... And then my final soapbox on it is, I feel like the thing that I always wanted to push most with the kids is, is the listening part and the being willing to change because you listen, right? Like, you know, I, growth can come from forgiveness, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I think sometimes forgiveness has a limit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after a while, it's like, okay, you're yeah, just well, that's a I... sociopath. Like, you're not oh, no. going to change. That's right. <laughs> this, like... like When someone shows you who they are, believe yeah. them the first time. That's like, right. You get like one or two and then you like, okay, this is, then... this is you. This is Sometimes you. Sometimes people so... are just not okay. And you're going to need to walk away. All right? Yes, yes. But like, you know, don't behave like the person that you're having a problem with, right? Ooh, like, yeah, because you just become the problem. Don't be yeah, that thing that you're just, fighting against. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that said, that's been, that part of it's been easy. But the harder part is talking about, I get to talk about historical changes when it comes, let's say, mm. for example, to social justice. I can talk yeah. about larger things. One of the things we like to do is use music. I have found music to be a really easy way to talk about race in this country. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we'll be listening to somebody. Oh, do you like them? They were like really popular when, you know, in the 1940s, blah, blah, blah. Can you imagine? They had to go in a different right. door to where they were playing the song, right? Like yeah, you could stick stuff yeah. in. But then I will say... The George Floyd murder was hard because yeah. you're talking about murder, right? You're talking yeah. about somebody, and, and, and it's not just George Floyd. It's mm-hmm. all of the deaths and the mistreatment, right. and the mm-hmm. and especially when it happens to young kids. Yeah. And, like, sometimes my kids will go out and, like, play with a toy, and I'll be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not going to let you play with a toy gun out in the right. front yard. Because other kids can't play with it. Yeah. My mom, I think I told you this last month on the podcast, my mom would not let us play with toy guns. It had very much cartoony Nerf gun. Like, that was it. And I didn't realize that as a kid. Right. What it was. And I think my parents kind of had this philosophy of, like, I learned about race through, they didn't really teach me. They were, like, they were just sort of, like, I, I don't know. I didn't really. I, my mom had like in, ingrained into us of like, there are no limits because we are because we are black. It is a gift, right? That right. you are. You come from like ancestors who've done so much like yeah. kings and queens and Martin Luther King Jr. So she taught us to always be a leader and not be a follower. But I will say in some ways, I don't know, like and there's no perfect parenting guide. No. I don't know if it was a if it was. I didn't, we didn't have the talk that I know some yeah. black families have of like what you do when you get stopped over. And in some ways I now look back and I'm like, 
oh, I understand all those different moments that happened to me. And I'm like, oh, I wish, do I wish that my mom and dad taught me? But I, I ended up learning in some ways. It was yeah. sort of ignorance is bliss. So like, when do you tell, because this is the reality of the world. When do you have those conversations with kids of like, with black kids of like, your life <sighs> is, is going to be different. Or even with white kids of like, you know, there's, you have certain privileges or, yeah. you know, there is, there is systemic racism because these are the issues that they are, we're not going to fix it in our generation, but they'll mm -hmm. inherit, we're going to move you and I, we yes. doing it. We moving that needle as far as we can. That's right. Kids, like you're going to have to come and pick up the slack a little bit, you know? Well, so here, let me ask you a similar question. Mm. How ha it has been, a, I will I will say, I was listening to that conviction come through. I stopped mm. the car and pulled over. I was so thankful mm -hmm. when they convicted the man who killed George Floyd. And mm. like, I wanted to run through Old Town Pasadena. Like, <laughs> did you see? <laughs> but I was like, well, yeah. that man, I'd look like that crazy opposite Karen <laughs> that may also be a Karen. So, a sorry, Sharon? Karen. Is that Sharon? I'm a Sharon. I'm more of a Sharon. Sharon. An over Sharon. An over Sharon. I think that is Sharon because Sharon's heart is in the right place, but right. she's just doing too much. <laughs> that is definitely oh, Sharon. We love her. Uh, we love Sharon. She tries. Oh, she tries. She tries. Okay, Sharon. Yeah, we got it. We heard. Talk. Don't talk politics with Sharon. All right. So, lot. James, tell me what has what I mean, please represent all people of color and gay uh, people. How has yeah. the last year been for you? <laughs> uh, a roller coaster. I think the one thing that it is is reminded me. I think I listen to a lot of Oprah, and so oh. things are happening. Things are happening to you, they're happening for you. And I think that's been a year of understanding my own resilience and that I come mm. from a people and ancestors of of resiliency. Um, what I think I've been grateful for is compared to the last time when the Black Lives Matter movement first was happening, I feel like people are more open. I felt for one, the more confidence going in and saying, I'm in any space that I'm in, yeah, I'm gonna talk about race or I'm gonna make jokes or be like, hey, it's uh, very white yeah. of you. Like and I yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like there's <laughs> space for me to be able to do that. Or even in like my day job that like I've been leading a lot of like workshops around the conversations around race. I'm actually moving into the world of people ops, which is just rebranded HR. And my job is oh. diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah, because HR had like a ban, you know, yeah. we're like, uh -huh, yeah. I'm just kidding. We're, we're people ops. We, don't, we don't know HR. That and that. <laughs> but like my job is literally like, you know, clocking like, okay, how are we being racist? Too many white people over there. Okay, let's yep. have these conversations. And I, I think <laughs> it's been exhausting and in, yeah. in, but it's for myself. This is this is the work that I know that I have space to do. I know that not every black yeah. person has that that space, and I and I I hold it up for them. But that's only when you know I I put my own oxygen mask on, and sometimes yeah. my ox oxygen mask is like running a little bit empty. But like when we by the time we got to the trial of the murder of George Floyd, like I didn't I didn't watch any of it. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. You know, yeah. with yeah. also doing the podcast that my that I do, there was. There's other issues for me to be able to don't. There's what? a list. There's a lot of other things going on. No, no, no. You only get one thing at a time, America, and that's it. And then once that's taken care of, all done. Yeah. Oh, there's a list. There's a, we got a list. So I was able to focus on some of the other things, but I was still keeping track. But I yeah. honestly, like, I, I. I don't know. Like I, I was hoping, I was hopeful, but I also yeah. would not have been surprised I wouldn't have been if surprised. it went the other way. I know. And it's like, great. We got not justice, but accountability and the work just continues. Yeah. Um, and it, and it feels, 
it's it's also like a take a moment. We all had to be on the edge of our seat wondering yeah. if accountability if they, for, I know. And for a, a literally a, a, a lynching happened, yes. right? It was just legalized lynchings. And so it's it just shows and there ha, there's like more that are still happening, right? So it's like, okay, one accountability happens. So it's like there's no time. Like, I feel like this is going to be a decade that's going to make or break this country. Mm. Um, it's going to be the reckoning 20s. And I think, like, everyone's like, oh, 2020, what, a, what a crazy year. <laughs> it's not, but <laughs> we'll be so Damn grateful it. for have yeah. doing this work for this decade and look back. Wow, the 20s, we made stuff happen. We we didn't take our breaks. We didn't just go back to, like, business as usual. We kept that momentum and we kept pushing. And I think that's what this decade has to be. God, I hope so. Wouldn't that be great? Let's make T-shirts oh. for that. We done. should, you should, all right, done. Don't sleep. Don't, Don't sleep. sleep. Stay no awake, y'all. Sleep till reformation. All right. So, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about Minority Corner. Mm-hmm. I I would like to. I want to preface this with everybody. This is the last week of the Max Fun Drive. Yeah. This is the time of year where we turn to our community of mm. listeners and ask you to support these shows. James's show is owned by James. It is a, yeah. it's his podcast, right? Maybe. There's no yeah. like, he doesn't have a boss. He no. is the boss. Well, I, I am the boss and sometimes he's my boss. Yeah, your boss kind of sometimes talks to your people. Like, like oh God, <laughs> I'm like, really? Okay, I got to do more research <gasps> or, okay, I got to do this. But you know what? I, you know, it's a, it's a love-love relationship at the end That's of the day. That's right. But my boss is hard but fair. <laughs> the hard but fair. One bad mother also. It, it, it's, it's I mean, same mine. deal. It, what a you, get! Isn't that nice? Like you, you just. I feel like we're like are in you know like there's we're literally like like we have a band but it's not a band yeah. it's a podcast like we're literally yeah. you know every bands. step yeah and sometimes yeah. you just edit through garage well bands. and we we've been around a while you're busting through the three hundreds and Bam! Episodes, man style which oh, is yeah. a <laughs> yeah 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 anyway that was my Kool Aid Man by the way oh, I realized he's jazzy. that jazzy I like Kool Aid Man. Uh, it boarded no, on Cher. I like him. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Cher does the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> I know, Cher. Oh, that was, that was Jennifer Hudson. Sorry. I Wait, sorry. Yeah, confused. that was that was Clinton. All right, guys. The, <laughs> FYI, James and I, speaking of Max Fun uh, Drive, are hosting the finale. The yeah, two y'all are in us. for a treat. It's going to be yeah. a Mr. Toad's Turn. Wild Ride. <laughs> We might end up in hell by the end of it. So yep. turn the in. volume down. Turn the volume down. James and Biz are going to be yelling at you through the YouTube. Oh my God. Uh, all right. That's a good, true. Good advice. The whole point. James, so tell us, tell us what you've been doing on Minority Corner. Well, tell us a little bit about it for people who yes. may not have discovered it yet. And then tell us what this last, tell us about your list. Tell us what you've been looking at. Yeah, Minority Corner came about about you know I was literally in the heels of of Michael Brown and Mm -hmm. I we felt like there was no podcasts that were having intersectional conversations and not that like everything we talk about on Minority Corner is like ah sexuality and our race and da da but like it does inform our viewpoint and how we see the world and when things come up and how we even like look at a movie and we'll bring up certain points like that. Maybe other folks won't, won't see like, Hey, the background diversity of star Wars episode seven, really great. And really amazing. Rogue one. Not great. There are only four women 
in that entire galaxy. But I love I when Star Wars Episode Seven. I always look at the background extras. And yeah. On the good side and the bad side, there's women of different backgrounds pushing buttons. That's what I want oh, to see. I Everyone, know. Well, you also like, <laughs> you also had the lesbian kiss at the very yeah. end of the right. Yeah. Skywalker. The oh last yeah. One, the, the, there yes. was the like I'm ready. Love it. And love to see. And my eyes yeah. always lock in onto that. Like it's you know I'm like I don't yeah. let you know if like oh the show it's too many white people so I can uh, recommend something to somebody yeah. else for you. So but we <laughs> dive into like, politics, pop culture, just like the zeitgeist of the country. It's we do it with some laughs and we do it with some giggles. We just uh, answered the question on our most recent episode: Is the Kentucky Derby racist? Renee Colvert from Can I Pet Your Dog was on. And, what was uh, the answer? Well, we realized that when you ask about things that take place in America, you shouldn't ask, uh, is this racist? You should ask, how is this how? racist? Because the answer is, we already know it's got to be racist. We want to know the how. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, we know it's racist, but like, how exactly? Yeah. That's what I want to find out, you know? Oh, yeah. So where did you fall on the Kentucky? Well, uh, people should listen to see where you fell on it. But oh, yeah. I will say, did you did you have any input on the hat? That seems very stressful I, to me. Well, that, that you shows you hats. how it's very, I haven't done the deep dive into that, but something tells me there's something queer behind that. And I mean that the oh, best yeah. way that like, there's a gay hand who've had and like, oh, we yeah. don't have hats. Like, oh, they're going to be big and pretty. Like that's got gay all over it. So now we know there's intersectionality with that. Yeah. But the first black jockeys, the, the first jockeys, 13 out of 15 of them in the Kentucky Derby were black. Like it was one yeah. of the most lucrative jobs that black folks could have. We also recently on our 300th episode did a deep dive into Polly Murray, who if you don't know Polly Murray, you can check out the 300th episode. Ooh, but the Polly Murray, they had a hand into everything. They're one of the organizers of NOW, the National Organization of Women. Oh. Um, they helped, like, pretty much, uh, like, uh, they coined the term Jane Crow, similar to Jim Crow. Um, they were Black, and, and, and probably if they were a lot queer, and probably if they were alive today, would have been classified as trans. And so a mm. trans historical hero who, like, was working on the front lines of the civil rights movement, the women's rights movement, all these things, and you never hear about them. So we really like to highlight just... We don't know our history yeah. and we have some fun and some giggles as we go along here. Because if we're not also laughing, we're just crying. And well, we, right. You know, we got to throw some, we got to throw a, 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 you know, a dick joke in there every once in a while. So <laughs> can I say, can I say, kids got to learn. Kids, kids got to learn. learn. Well, no, but I, you know, I strongly agree that he, maybe, the dick it's, jokes? maybe it, you know, I strongly agree on the dick jokes, and, but the humor, and I'm sure there is a, you know, thesis paper out there somewhere on marginalized groups using humor mm. to, as a resilience technique yeah. to talk about difficult things. People are usually more receptive also to, I found yeah. this with comedy, is it sort of like, it's like feeding someone broccoli but putting sugar on top of it. Cause you're just yeah. like, here's this thing that's good with you. We're gonna put some sugar, sweeten it up. Yeah. And people, when you get them laughing, it puts yeah. their defenses down. It's one thing I used to love about doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. Like, I was making people think about things. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about how that was. Oh yeah, I, I am yeah. kind of racist in that way. You're right. Uh, but, but can I ask, so you have had like 400 up. I, I am oh, yes. following in your shadow and your oh. footsteps. What's 400 episodes? What is that like? For one, did you ever think that you would be here 400 episodes later? And like, what has been like, how I've a, a series of questions. I'm just going to throw them at you. You okay. answer them and uh, 
how like did everything you'd be here um what has helped you to stay here this long and like what is how have you grown and changed through doing this podcast oh how would you ask me these questions jane you no know, oprah's uh, my hero so i'm like i want to know all right <laughs> so one uh no i thought i can't remember back when we first started the podcast and with Teresa, i said I can't imagine us doing this more than two years, right? Like, I just thought, yeah. I can't, like, I, I don't think that had anything to do with who's going to listen or whatever. Right. It was just uh, two, three years tops. But I will say the thing that's changed and that I wrestle with right now, as yeah. we are at this 400th mark, is the thing that I thought made it so special was Teresa and I coming at things from different perspectives mm. and, and, talking about our experiences i no longer have the partner to talk the expect now i just i have guests on and we talk right. about different stuff but it's yeah. not the same as like being able to say and then i cried for eight hours straight <laughs> and i wondered if i was raising you know sociopaths right like you know how that made me oh, no. feel Right, like, yes, and I'm totally. the one who's like, they're probably fine, but I'm the one who's like <laughs> staying up at two o'clock in the morning, going, Jesus, that was probably a horrible mistake, and why am I beating myself up about this? Oh like, my gosh! So, yeah, so with that element sort of gone at the moment, yeah. it makes it be like, well, where is this year gonna go? Mm -hmm, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know, yeah. but I'm up for continuing to try and figure it out. Yeah. Well, right? I, I, I want to give you some snaps and celebrate you for a moment because oh, okay. it's it's not I, I, I as someone who knows what it's like when Toulouse. your, your yep. co-host who you started the show with and who same like Aneke lover. She comes back oh, every so once great. in a while. She's, isn't she great? She's a lover. Y'all have you heard her here on the show. So that moment of like, do we do I continue going? And I just and I think you had this thing. It's like, but there's still more that I think that there's a community here yeah, that you built. And, and there's still more work to be done and still, sure, there's other podcasts who are saying things, but like your perspective is so unique and that's what people come back to is, is to hear that. And sometimes like, I just want to applaud you because you and the, the the team here at One Bad Mother have like continued to continue going. And I know your community really like, loves that and appreciates that. And, you know, just as much as like, They've been there with you and you've been there with them, too, as their lives have changed. And in such bananas times, I'm sure this has been such a bedrock uh, for your listeners. Too. And I know this like year wasn't easy and, and to, to continue going on. So I just want to celebrate you and, and, and Gabe and the team here for just, you know, keeping it going. I know. Well, your audience, Gabe has been my it. pandemic miracle i swear <laughs> having gabe come on the show has just been a real gift and yeah i i really appreciate that and you know when i sit there and i think what can i continue to offer it you know one of the things that drives me is a for people to stop feeling like shit about mm -hmm. themselves and two yeah. continuing to use this as an opportunity to bring in as many voices. That's one thing actually I have enjoyed about doing the like, I am the permanent guest. I am the permanent host yeah, and there's guest co-hosts. Host. Yeah. I'm the permanent host. Yeah, and yeah. what is nice is like, I get to like hang out and chat with people who I don't think, and that same thing. Like I'm always now like, how can I get more voices here on the podcast? Like, you know, when there's the rise in violence towards Asian Am yeah. American AAPI folks, I was like, okay, let's make space and bring them onto the, to the show and just like, 
it's 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 been a different pivot and and challenge, but like yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. We're able to yeah. like give more voices to other other folks, so it's a pivot. Well, everybody listening, James and I mean exactly what we've just said. <laughs> it's weird though that it's timing out with Max Fun Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I promise we would have said this anyway. 100% but yes. <laughs> it is Max Fun Drive. And and like if our voices, mm-hmm. which, you know, could launch a thousand ships, if our voices <laughs> uh, are important and have had an impact uh, in your life and you would like to continue hearing these voices and see where we wind up, uh, this is the time to do it. Donate. You can uh, support both of our shows at the same time. Um, it's just two little clicks, boop, bop, boop, boop. and look at that. Look at you. Look at that. Supporting done. these works. Yes. Done, done, done. All right, guys. James, thank you so Best. much for joining me. What a pleasure this I was. I adore you. I adore you too. I am looking forward to uh, celebrating the end of Max Fun Drive and yes. all that was accomplished mm. in just a shoe, few, a shoe fort days. A shoe a fort few, days. <laughs> a few short days yeah uh friday friday the 14th may 14th at 4 p.m pacific standard time so it's going to be a little later for you on the east coast and everybody check out minority corner and everybody go support minority corner with a little clicky poo Little clicky poo. <laughs> you can clicky poo on us too, and all oh, the yeah. shows that you love yes. at Max Fun. And make sure you're following uh, Minority Corner and James and myself and One Bed Mother and Max Fun on all the social medias because that's where the really weird stuff is happening. <laughs> Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Genius fail time. Here's Teresa. We all know that that means she's here. Woo! Teresa, hello. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. As you know, Teresa, it's the Max Fun Drive. Oh, yeah. It's happening right now. This is the last week. And before we get into sharing the humiliating and very powerful moments of our lives, I wanted us to talk about the genius that is supporting One Bad Mother and supporting Max Fun. I've already talked at the beginning of the show, and you know you're going to hear it at the end, all the spiritual benefits of <laughs> supporting this community. So right now, let's get to the more tangible benefits of supporting One Bad Mother and Max Fun and talk about gifts, because when you donate during the drive, that's when you get gifts. So, Teresa, I would like to ask you to talk about the $5 and $10 level, please. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, obviously you can sign up as a Max Fund member 
any time at mm-hmm. any level that is comfortable for you. Yep. But right now during the drive, if you sign up at the $5 monthly level, you will receive access to all of the bonus content for not just this show, but all the Max Fun shows. And our show has been going for eight years now. So we have eight <laughs> years worth of bonus content. We've done different kinds of things every year, but it's always something a little different, but a little the same. Like it's it's the show, but a little something special. And there's a lot of good content, not just from this year, but from past years. And then if you donate at $10 a month, you will receive not just the bonus content, but a super adorable slash very kind of awesome yeah. enamel pin. It's a, it's a cake parenting pin. So, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. When people, like when you're at the playground and people are judging you and they're like, is that a helicopter mom or some other bullshit mom label that society puts on all of us to make us all feel bad about ourselves and our choices? You'll be proudly wearing a cake parenting pin and everyone will know that you cake parent and that cake parent may be the only way to parent. That it's the real, the real parenting. I I feel that wearing a cake parenting pin will make me feel grounded in who I am as a person and as a parent when I am out in the world or in my own home. Like if I'm, when in doubt, look to my cake parenting pin, maybe touch it gently yeah, touch it. for reassurance yeah. mm-hmm. and I will feel grounded and I will yeah. know who I am. <laughs> That's right. And what kind of parent I strive to be. Yes. And if I have to mull that over while eating cake, yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. I think those are two wonderful levels. And in case anybody's like, only five bucks. I can't possibly make an impact. Why do I do horrible voices for people? Yeah. I don't understand. None of our I'll listeners do, sound gonna, like that, Biz. I know. I'm going to do you like my dad. Do it. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, do my father impression. Uh, <laughs> only five bucks. Is that, is that really impactful? And the answer is yes. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. So do not know only. Is yeah. five minutes of alone time in the bathroom only a no. break? No, no. it's. It's me going to the grocery store by yourself. Is that only going to the, no, it is time alone. So both of those levels have a huge impact, but let's just say that things are going pretty well and you'd like to donate at an even higher level. You can support this show and Max Fun and all the shows you love at a $20 per month level. And if you do that, you will get not only the bonus content and not only the pin, you will also get the take a minute tea kit, which is something that we all need. You will receive the take a minute tea kit. It is the perfect accompaniment to 20 minutes of rest, relaxation, and hot drinks. You can drink this in the bathroom. Atomic Pixies designed a lovely Art Nouveau inspired five by five inch tall tin to hold your loose tea leaves and bags or dice or pens or, you know, whatever mommy little helper you might need. And the Wishes Tea Company made us this special blend of loose leaf interstellar orange tea, which is tasty hot or cold. A little treat for when you're hiding in the bathroom. And you're like this, what am I going to drink it in in the bathroom? If I want my tea to stay hot, how am I going to do that? Well, if you support the show at $35 a month, you get bonus content, pin, 
tea kit, and a rocket-themed insulated cup. The cup is not shaped like a rocket. Your child won't confuse it for their own. It is an insulated cup with the MagSpun rocket logo on it. Keeps it warm so you can make the tea. Put it in there, seal it up, hide it in the bathroom so that 30 minutes later when you finally get a break, it's there. Oh, it's there. I love that. I love right? that planning ahead. I, yeah. it, strategic. And then you can call in and leave that as a genius. Really, no matter what level, you've got room to support the show. It is incredibly appreciated. We do not take it for granted. It is your way of letting us know that you want to keep making this show because it's your support that allows us to make it. So any amount, you can also boost your membership. If you just have room to up at a dollar or $2, you don't get the gifts, but your impact stays the same. So thank you. Thank you. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join and join now. And with that said, Teresa, genius me. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You mom are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. My genius is just going to be making it through this week. Oh, God, yes. I mean, it just, it, like, I was yeah. sitting here thinking, like, that is, it's, it, that is my genius moment. It's been, it's been a really hard week. I mean, like, getting my kids, like, the return to in-person school for my two older kids has been really challenging. It takes a ton of work, a ton of extra support for them, a ton of like confusing scheduling logistics. And it just, it's, it's been so much. And the, that combined with, you know, Curtis had a runny nose this week, which means you don't go to school because it's COVID time. So if you have yeah. a runny nose, you have to stay home. Oh, so Curtis was home from preschool all week. times. Oh, yeah. God, I know. And... And then we had an IEP meeting this week. And all of this, like, combined with knowing that summer is about to be upon us <laughs> is a real mind fuck, if I may say so. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just it's a doing film. all of this stuff. And it's a little bit like, okay, I I'm why? doing this. But, yeah, kind of why? Why? Yeah, a because especially, like, everybody's kids can be sensitive to change and schedule. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes when we've got kids who are more sensitive to that, sometimes the question is, is this worth it? Yes. Knowing that (laughs) there's a really small window before it becomes something else again. There's very little to achieve here. Yeah. 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 You're doing an amazing job. And that is genius. That is genius. Because, I mean, it ain't just this week, Teresa. It's been a long time fucking year yeah yeah Yeah. and you're doing a really good job thanks biz uh my genius is i am going right after this right after i say goodbye to Teresa. i'm going to get shot number two yes going to get shot number two so that in itself is a genius it is but the next level to this genius is just preparing for the worst yeah and and even if the worst doesn't happen I have prepared everyone in this house. Yeah. 
the best way to help me not have the worst experience is to just get in bed immediately. Yeah. You need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. Actually, last week, Stefan had his second shot. Uh And I just had emotionally prepared myself to not have him for the whole weekend, right? Like in case he got sick. Yeah. And so when he came home and he was like, I'm a little off, I was like, go lie down because I've already cleared that mental space in my head. And I let him just, I just kept sending him to the room. I was like, no one's expecting you to be out here. Yeah. You should just be resting. And he said, next weekend, this is how we're going to operate. And he never got really sick. He just had like the cloudy head, you know, yeah. but I was like, just fucking rest. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I'm doing that. I'll be catching up on Picard. Great. I'm looking forward to that. Excellent. Uh, or I'm going to get horribly sick and <laughs> sleep yeah. for 24 hours. So that, that is my genius. Thank Good you. Good job, Biz. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. This is Robin in Seattle and I have a genius moment. My older kid has finally returned to school, and I have one hour and 45 minutes between when I have to drop off the younger kid at preschool and pick up the older kid from school. And that's enough time to do one thing, usually. And today, I used that time to be a self, and I went swimming by myself, and it was amazing. And I am a genius. Thanks. Bye-bye. You are a genius. Yes, you're a genius. This is the, the mind flip we have to do in these new times. Listening to you talk about that schedule, and again, I could do, we could just talk for months Mm -hmm. about every single person you see is getting screwed by some crazy ass schedule that they're supposed to accommodate when it comes to kids, school, work, life, all of it, okay? So somehow you've got to get your children to two different schools at two different times, and it allows you to have an hour and 45 minutes Get all the stuff done. In the pre-COVID times, a lot of us would have just sat in a car, <laughs> just waited for pickup, you know, gotten yeah. some unhealthy food choice, <laughs> sat yeah. there because we deserved it, sat there and done it. And you instead, because we've all just lived through this and we are still living through it, you instead took that, that window and treated it like the window it was. And it's amazing and you did a good job and I, I am so glad it felt good. You're a genius. You really are. Good job. Yeah, good job. Failures. Fail me, Teresa. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Okay, so yesterday I mentioned that my four-year-old Curtis has been home this week with a runny nose. And yesterday, as I was getting myself ready for a meeting, Curtis wanted to make potions with water and food coloring. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I, I, that's fine. That's great. We'll, We'll do it outside. And I got a little tray and I got the things and I set it up. And while Curtis was playing with, all the little things. Mm-hmm. Oscar came over and needed help with something on his iPad, like with his Minecraft settings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got very distracted doing that. And by the time I looked back, all of the food coloring was in the different cups, mm-hmm. which was fine. I mean, yeah. we're using yeah. up the food coloring, whatever, right. whatever. Yeah. 
But then I stepped inside to get, I don't remember what, a napkin or something. (laughs) And when I came back down, Curtis had decided to try to carry the whole tray into the house Mm. and had, of course, tripped on the doorway and dropped the tray with all of the food coloring all over the floor, Uh the shoes, Uh clothes. I somehow was wearing white pants for some reason. (laughs) Mother's Day just happened. So (laughs) you gave yourself a treat, wore some white pants. Yeah. And, And so it was, I mean... I didn't lose my mind or anything, but it was just so epic. Like the amount of mess, like the the floor is still stained. I mean, it's oh. food coloring, but like it stains. And then yeah. Curtis's hands and my hands have now been purple for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I was just, it was one of those things where I was like, I thought that I could be relaxed about this and it would be fine mm. and it would be fun. But instead it ended up being like 10 minutes of fun for yeah. like mess that lasts a lifetime. Yeah, for a lifetime of yeah. soul crushing disappointment. Yes. Yeah. No, I parenting. Yep. Oh. Oh. Uh, all I can do is make noises at that, yep. Teresa. That's fair. Because yeah. That's fair. I I see it. Yep. I, I, know. I know it. I know it. I've lived it. I knew it and I saw it. Yeah. And I felt it and I I knew what it was as yeah. it was all playing out. When did you Remember you were wearing the white pants. When Curtis tripped, when, like, was it halfway through the food coloring was in the air? Or was <laughs> it like after, like if it was like slow-mo, it would be like a whole scene removed where Teresa thinks about her white thinks pants. Thinks about her pants. Yeah, no, her pants. I mean, I or think was it, it like was... an hour later? <laughs> well, the thing was, I, I was aware of it the whole time and I knew I was playing yeah. with fire, but I had a meeting right after and I didn't have time to change. So it was yeah. one of those things where I was like, I realize I'm wearing white, white pants right now and this is really stupid, but I'm just mm. wearing white. Like, I'm not going to like stop yeah. what I'm doing and go change. You know what I mean? It was just. Yeah. Well, the real fail are the pants. So let's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Agree. As a parent, thinking you can wear white pants. Right. Exactly. Right. Oh, well, you're doing a horrible job. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Besides the fail that I just did, in which Teresa shared her fail, and then I just went somewhere else in my mind for a while, uh, (laughs) waiting for the fail call to start, I'm going to keep focused on the show failures. And look, I know, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that we interviewed the lovely Laura Benanti. So wonderful. And if you have been following the Max Fun Drive social media, you know that at 100 new and upgrading members, we released some rather embarrassing tape of my fail, which was repeatedly insulting this wonderfully talented, kind woman by mispronouncing her name to her face like over and over and over. Over three overs, okay, and she was so delightful. And I, I'm not trying to live in this moment forever, but but maybe I am. Maybe I can't get out of the moment. But it was one of those things where, after hosting this show for this long, for the most part, I've been fairly successful, like not fucking it up too bad. And suddenly we have somebody on who is 
essentially very well-known person. And it, it like, and I just didn't, I just, I just messed her name up, which made it sound like I had no idea who she fucking was. So to make up for that, I'm going to go buy 200 copies of her book. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you can all hear that fail in the feed right now. But it just was like, Teresa, it just was like, it was like just a second ago where I just went somewhere else. I thought I was yeah. right. Thought yeah. I was right. Yeah. But I wasn't right. Yeah. I was incorrect. <laughs> and I'm very glad she didn't just leave the show <laughs> at that very moment. So. Well. Biz. Yeah. yeah. I've said it before and I'll say yeah. it again. You hey. suck. Oh, I do. And it's so validating to hear it. Now, if you need me, I'm just going to wander off in my mind. <laughs> this is a fail. So I bought a pack of like grapes, cherry tomatoes um, <laughs> for snacking for my toddler. And I also like tomatoes. And while I was standing here, chopping veggies, getting ready for dinner. I thought I'd chop a few for her and I like to snack as I go. And I ate the whole container <laughs> by myself. So I guess it's not so much a fail that my kid doesn't know what she's missing, but they were really good. But now I don't have any snacking tomatoes for her. So <gasps> Instacart, here I come again. My goodness. You are all doing a great job feeding your toddler. I am not. I apparently am very selfish. So uh, thanks for listening. You're all doing a great job. Bye. Ding dong. It's the selfish police. They've come to tell you, you can no longer be a mother because you've eaten all the cherry tomatoes. By the way, my children live off of those fucking cherry tomatoes. We became the house that goes to the store. You know, like, you've heard me, guys talk about the we once were a one ketchup bottle house and now we are like a three large ketchup but we're also now the giant like the jug of soy sauce house but we are the three to four of those little cartons of cherry tomato house and they're gone in two days so i understand the feeling of not getting a chance to eat those tomatoes but in this case you are my children keeping me from enjoying the joy of tiny tomatoes. So I can tell you how scarred your child is because they really wanted this thing that they didn't know was even available to them. <laughs> You're doing a horrible job providing yourself with some comfort. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. All right, everybody. Let's wrap up our time with the lovely Teresa by listening to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, Biz and Teresa. This is a rant, or really, this is a mom having a breakdown. I have a three-month-old baby and a two-year-old, and I just had to go back to work after maternity leave, and I work in the emergency department. It turns out COVID did not go away while I was gone, 
and my baby has decided to completely stop sleeping this week, and I am so tired, and I'm just worried that I'm not going to be able to do well at my job, and that my two-year-old is really attached to mama right now, and he's having a hard time, and nobody in my family is sleeping, and I just feel haggard and broken, and I just don't know when it's going to get better, or if it's going to get better. Oh, I think I just need sleep. You guys are doing a great job. Your podcast has gotten me through every late-night breastfeeding session, and I couldn't do this without you guys, so thank you. And I just hope I get some sleep. Bye. I hope you're listening to this and falling asleep right now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, not before you hear us tell you what a remarkable job you're doing. Yeah, seriously. I, I, you brought me right back. Yeah, like right you back. brought me back to that feeling when you really are not getting enough sleep, when you really have a little baby who's Three just months. not sleeping and you have a toddler. Yeah. And you're working and you're in a high pressure work environment. Yeah. I, I, what, what can we do for you? I mean, seriously, yeah, yeah. like what? Exactly. I mean, that's but that's the thing. It's like you you nailed it. You just need to sleep. That's yeah. what you need, and it feels so impossible. And but it, <laughs> but it's it feels impossible. But it's also it's it's so not okay to not get the sleep you need as a human. Like yeah. sleep is <laughs> it's it's that's like really every, it's like lowest common denominator, right? Like yeah. we just need sleep sometimes. You're amazing and it will get better. But wow. Wow. And what sucks about this the the thing it reminds me of is yes, it will get better. But the question of how long and when, like that in itself is hard, right? Like yep. that in itself adds to this. Yeah. Because it's unanswerable and it's definitely, it's the kind of thing where I wish we could put signs outside of our door or something that say, yeah. desperately need sleep yeah. so that people knew and yeah. they could come in and say, go, I'm going to sit here. I can absorb yeah. all the screaming, whatever. all the yelling, yeah. all the whatever. Yeah. You, you go sleep. Yeah. Sleep deprivation just fucks us up so yeah. bad. And I just, I'm with you, Teresa. I just know that whatever you need, we're here for you. And my guess is that there are some people around you who also are there for you too. And I wish for you sleep. And we just really see where you are right now. Yeah, we do. We really, yeah. really do. You're doing a remarkable job. Teresa, you're also doing a remarkable job. I adore you. And I am always glad to see you every week. And I appreciate you making this show with me all these years. Thank you. Thanks, Biz. I am really grateful for you in my life and this show. <laughs> and I'm happy to be here. And I'm wishing you and all of you out there a very happy 
Max Fun Drive. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Jason and I were saying that it's like a holiday. It's like the time of year where all the hosts kind of get together and get like yeah. super weird and stuff. Like, yeah. you know, who's the uncle who's in the toilet like the whole se- time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like, that's, yeah. Uh, it's me, by the way. I'm the uncle who's in the bathroom all the time hiding. <laughs> But like, it really is like the rest of the year, we all go do our little things that we have to go do. And then during the yeah. drive, it's like, hey, hey, everyone, how are you? How are you? Oh, that I know what you look like. Thing about you. <laughs> yeah. You're from that show. Oh, yeah. so yes, yeah. Happy Max Fun Drive to you too, Teresa. So until next week, Teresa. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what did we learn today, everybody? We learned that my love affair with James isn't so secret anymore. (laughs) I love him. I just want to like, I don't know, watch movies with James all day and then talk about it and laugh about it. So we learned James is a delight. We learned that Minority Corner, that that podcast is so very important, especially when it comes to talking about issues that meet at that intersectionality of being gay and being black. It's just really, that's a really important voice to have out there, guys. (laughs) Because that exists in the world. (laughs) It needs to be heard. So we learned that that is some good, important podcasting work that's going on out there. And we've learned that this is the time of year to support it. Why this time of year? Because it's the time of year where we give gifts. We've told you about the gifts. When you support right now, you get stuff. And we're going to link you up to where you can get stuff. But you get bonus content. You can get the really cool cake parenting pen. There's tea. There's, you know, tea cup beverage holders that you could take out. And I just want to remind you that if you become a member At the $35 or more level for One Bad Mother, we will have a Zoom with Biz Zoom session for the $35 or more new upgrading members after the drive. So don't forget to do that. And I'm just going to end on saying, you know, to think about why this podcast is important to you. Is it the hotline? Your support helps us keep that hotline open. Is it hearing other voices talk about parenting? Is it important to you just to hear that you're not alone and that you're doing a good job? And if any or all of those things are important to you, is there a price you're willing to uh, put on that to help make this show keep going? And I can't emphasize enough that $5 a month makes a huge difference impact. So once again, go to MaximumFun.org slash join to support our show. Everybody, you're doing a good job. We got through Mother's Day. We are getting through whatever this stage of the pandemic is. Are we coming back? Are we not coming back? Are we at school? Are we not coming to school? (laughs) I still have not found any of where I am right now in the world uh, helpful for how I'm supposed to schedule a day and get anything fucking done, okay? So if you're frustrated by that, normal. If you are done, normal. If you just want to run around and lick all the flagpoles right now because you're so over it, also normal. You have been amazing 
to have gotten through all this and to keep going. And you are doing, you're doing a really good job. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.